in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here to bring you the top 10. Take it away, boys. Welcome, everybody, to our first episode back. on That's right, on our feed again on the Top 10 Show. First of all, this is John Roca. Uh, I am Matt Nost. It feels good. You yeah. know what I mean? It feels good today. Yeah. We're just stretching out. We got our own space again. You <laughs> yeah, know? So we got our own space. We went from like a frat house. Which to, was fine. Which was fine. Yeah, but, but now we have like a, a nice four or five bedroom home. You have your yeah, side of the house. True. I got mine. Yep, yep. I got a spare like office. Yeah. It's nice. It's all thanks to you that have supported us thus far. I got my voiceover recording studio. Yeah. I got, it's nice. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever yeah, you want to do. We're set up, man. This is nice. We don't have to compete with critically acclaimed all the time anymore. And not that we ever really did, but it's nice to have our own thing, man. Yeah. It's good to be back. Uh, thank you for everybody that came. Yeah. Um, if you aren't finding our new feed on any kind of service, let us know and we will try and rectify that. Uh, it may be the case that we can't. Yeah. But we are actively trying to get it onto all the different Android uh, applications, but Google Play and mm-hmm. Stitcher and Spotify and anywhere we can. Yeah. YouTube, we're working on a channel for that. Hopefully, we have that up within the next couple of weeks. Yep. Um, but some people reached out that when we asked for help and they got back to us and said, Hey, here's, here's my set of skills. Here's what I can do. Can right. you use me? Right. And uh, we emailed you back and said, yes, we can. Yeah. If you are willing to help, we would uh, like just small little things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just makes it easier. Yep. And our thanks to all of you. So YouTube channel is in the works. Yep. Uh, April 11th. <laughs> thanks to the people. That's next week, guys. Nine days away. Nine days away. So, so close. Yeah, really. Yeah, we're, when back, we're recording this. We're back out on the road. For another live show, Matt knows. Two of them, no less, in Chicago. In Chicago. It's like a stacked weekend lineup. Yeah. It's us starting us off. Uh, that, and then the, the Ellis has his shows on Friday. Right. And you got uh, Schmo down on Saturday, and there's celebration going on. Right. And I can't wait, because usually, like, that first day, people are still just gassed on energy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, this weekend is going to be awesome. Great. Come on out. We're, 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 we're going to get the best crowd. We are. Yeah. They're going to be excited. They're going to exactly. want to be entertained. It's like the first night in Vegas. Yeah. You get everybody's, all that energy. Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. Everybody's in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Come Saturday, I'm still sure they'll be excited for the showdown, but right. they'll also be tired and be like, you know what, today I'm going to take a longer lunch <laughs> than I did on other days or do something. I'm strolling. I'm napping. Yeah, nap. yeah sleeping a little bit today yep, maybe. Yep, yep. Uh, whereas Thursday is just going to be everybody's just tweaking. Mm-hmm. Just I'm off work. I'm in town. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's see these guys and let's do this thing. Reggie'sLive.com for the tickets. If you want to go, two shows, 7 and 10 o'clock, doors open at 6.30 and 9.30. Uh, we're doing two different lists. We're going to record it mm-hmm. um, so long as the, we can talk to their sound guy. Right. Um, and that will be up on the feed eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the time being, it'll just be for the people that were there. Talk to the, the London goers. Yeah. 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 They Ask had a great time. They loved it. Yeah. 
Last movie was worth it. They'll tell you on the Facebook page, on the Facebook group, they'll tell you how much they loved it and how great the show was. Um, also, we're going to have T-shirts there, the special live T-shirts. We only sell those for the fans who come out to our live shows. It's a, it's a thank you to you all for taking the time to, A, buy the tickets and then come to see us. Yeah. That show is only exclusive. Oh, that shirt, rather, is only exclusive to you all. It is. And... Uh... We hopefully, uh, you know, you guys enjoy the shirts. Those yeah. that, you, that have them, I know I've got one. I wear it from time to time. Yeah, me it too. It feels weird to wear my face on my chest. <laughs> so, well, I got to give a shout out to Brandon Hanna because he wore our shirt all through the free for all this past weekend for the Schmodown. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a walking billboard for our show. And so I told him, thank you so much. I gave him a hug and everything. I never hug Ben's intern, but I hugged him. And I don't know if he used it for something with team action, but. From what I understand, he was a walking billboard for our show. So, uh, fantastic! Yeah, thank yeah. you. I'm sitting here racking my brain trying to figure out if I've met him. Maybe I have because, but at the big Schmodown events, there's like a hundred people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, he came really get... to our LA live show. Okay, then yeah, hundred yeah, yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I am shite with names. I'm great with faces. Yes, you are. Uh, but names, I mean, sometimes I don't know. It's age, guys. Sadly, <laughs> it is age. I'm just getting more and more tired. My brain's like, uh, I can only retain so much. It is. It's kind of a one-in, one-out policy yeah, at this point. Yeah, true, true, true. It's sad. Like that decline that you always hear about. Yeah. Now progressing through it and be like, <laughs> it's only going to get worse from here. Uh, and on that depressing note, let's move no, on. No, dude, it's a whole new phase. It's a whole new phase. It's like every day is a fucking rainbow. Oh. Because you maybe have never experienced it. I'm oh, not, good at point. That point, it's like, look at What's going to happen today? This is amazing. Do you guys, have you heard about oceans? I saw one today. It's a huge body. It's salty. <laughs> have you seen heat? Have you seen, have you seen heat? <laughs> exactly. It's a beautiful thing. Every day you get to experience your favorite movie. You know what movie I think you would love? Fletch. What's it about? What's oh, about? dude, you're going you're gonna to really plug yourself in. I have a good feeling about your sense of humor. You're going to enjoy the living shit out of this. What about those random days where I just don't? Yeah. That movie was boring. Yeah. You just didn't like it. I was just wasn't in the mood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't like it on Thursday, but on Wednesday I loved it. The next Wednesday it was the best. It was the best movie ever. Well, that'll be in the journal because I won't remember. Oh, right. Oh, good point. Yeah. Oh, wow. Whoever's showing me these movies. Right. And right. whatnot. Right. It'll probably be me. I'll climb into bed with you like James Garner does with, with uh, What's Your Face. I'm hoping it'll be my wife. Yeah, well, all right, you know, fine. I'm hoping it'll be my wife. I mean, fine. It's kind of what we both signed up for. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate the job offer. I'll, I'll file your resume away. <laughs> if something opens up, I'll, I'll have HR contact you. <laughs> your wife is great, by the way. I don't spend enough time with her. Every time I meet and hang out with you and her, She's fantastic. I enjoy her, and she's a great window into you, which is always interesting. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Very. She'll much never so. hear this, so go ahead and say whatever. Oh really? She doesn't listen to the show ever. She, she's very much like me. I have two things that I listen to. Yeah, and she has a couple things, and she's understood. Like, Babe, you don't, you don't talk about any of these things. Be like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, she's great. Uh, you know, when we were in London hanging out with her in the, and then Lindley gets along with her really well too. So it's like a, yeah, if I that's say it's, a positive. It's nice. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice. We have not have to worry about that. Exactly. Yeah, Everybody's she's but, chill and easy and it's just yeah. like, we're here to have a good time. Yeah. She's really smart, very cultured. It's, it's always fun to talk to her. So, um, hey, right back at you. Oh, well, there you go. Um, so anyway, so today we uh, thought we were kicking our, we were racking our brains like, should we come up with the greatest topic ever to launch the new, the feed, us being back on our feed? But then we decided, you know what? You guys love our show being the show that it is. And it has to correlate with a release 
that's coming out, a new release. We kicked around a couple other topics, and then we settled on this topic because mm-hmm. this was a this is this is a challenging and interesting topic. It is, and uh, we'll see how this goes. And it's also we have done disaster films. We have, but this is natural disasters. Yeah, we're very limited to natural disasters. Yeah, so it takes out a lot of movies out of the scope. Yeah. Um, and natural, because it's movies, some of these are practically supernatural. Not really supernatural, but like mm. when the earth opens up and starts swallowing everything around it, and be like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, hypothetically, I guess that's possible. I don't know. Yeah. It's a natural thing. <laughs> yes, it is. It could happen. It could, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been here for all of recorded time. So, you know, history is basically, I have to believe somebody else. Right. <laughs> it's entirely <laughs> that. I was never going to be there. I have no idea. Right. Um, so, yeah. It, it, I think some of the idea of this, too, was just like, well, you know, we could do a huge blowout. But like you said, the, the gist of the show is, you know, we, we want topics that are interesting but do still correlate. Yeah, we yeah. could cherry pick all the time if we were fucking lazy. True, true. But it's, we try and stick to the adherence of, of we will base it on a movie. So it's a movie called the, either The Public or Public. Yeah. But it's like a big weather storm comes down and a bunch of people get trapped in a library in Cincinnati. Oh. Because of like a polar vortex or something. Right. That's all I know about it. I think Emilio Estevez is in it. Oh. I saw it on IMDb's upcoming movies. Of course movies. he is. Because we went through and we were like, what about this idea? And we were both yeah. like, eh. What about this one? And just like, that could be good. But right. there was one that was just like, we definitely need a guest for that. Because uh, I know my, my knowledge of that would be shallow. Yeah. So it would be nice to have somebody sort of, we both don't sound like assholes. Yeah. You know, somebody correcting us when we don't know. Like we do on the relist sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So like, you need to see this movie. Whereas we do that topic. Yeah. That's why we don't get uh, scolded in public. So mm-hmm. we don't have those types of guests on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good point. Uh, we had to keep this and uh, you know I tried I had to eliminate one of the films which was heartbreaking for me to eliminate because it isn't I guess it's natural but it doesn't occur on earth and so for me I had to kind of remove it as a natural thing okay yeah do any of yours occur in space Uh, or are they all earthbound natural disasters one does Oh, oh, really? Well, because it's a natural disaster. I'll explain it. Okay. It is. It uh, follows the natural order of things. It does. Uh, trust me. I went over my list, too, and I was like, that's a good movie, but it violates yeah. what my definition is here three, three, like three different times. Okay. I was about to say here, here, here. For some reason, three is what it came out because I was going to do three here's. So I just said three, three, and then I stopped myself. Sign here, here, and here. Yeah, exactly. If you prefo quos. Uh. <laughs> but uh all right well then yeah. i'm gonna leave it on the list then fuck it i'm leaving it on the list now well it depends it depends on what it is i think i know what your choice is yes but i'm not gonna fault you for that because that's happened yeah as far as our understanding once again what we can piece together right that has happened to us and we see evidence of it on every other planet yes so yes it has definitely happened to us all right so i'm not gonna fault you thank you it's a you know it's pushing the bounds oh come on but at the so. same time, mine is doing it as well. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, I was afraid I was going to have to leave it off. Now I don't have to leave it off. Uh, is it at number 10? It should be at number 10. No, it's not at number 10. You're it, lucky it's not at number one. It you're, should be at number 10. You're fucking lucky it's not at number it one. It should be at 11, like Tombstone is on Best Western, speaking up and going, hey hey Turn it up to 11. Yeah. Well, hey, what about me? Hey, guys. Hey, now. <laughs> look at here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, look at here. Whoop. Fucking that movie. Dude, how do you not like Three Amigos? It's so good. Oh, man. 
Nice reference to a previous read list. Uh, some, of you, some of you have listened already to some of the new content that we surprised you with and dropped on the feed. Yeah. Uh, that was like a special gift for those of you who listened to us and went and signed up immediately when we told you to or asked you to, rather, uh, on the feed um, uh, as we've been doing all these promotions for it and all these posts and doing those little, like, uh, you know, uh, voicing over each other's headshots. Um, yeah. to motivate you all to subscribe. So I hope you enjoyed those uh, those that little extra content we dropped on the feed there for yeah. you. Yeah, try and do uh, more of that. And, yeah. and to the people that have, uh, when we asked for help, several people reached out. So they're helping yeah. us with some, uh, some of the, the tasks like that, making sure those things get posted so we can create yeah. more content. Yep. And then, hey, if you don't mind doing this one thing, yep. and, and several people have stepped up and be like, I'll happily do that. Yeah. Zero problem with that. That's it? Do you want more help? And be like, Maybe we'll get to there. Yeah. I don't know. But for right now, if you could help us with that, then this we could keep turning out stupidity like this. Exactly. We're good with just this. Yeah. Yeah. If we can just do this, I got no problem with that. I can do that all day long. Right. Hey, what about this? What about this? Um, <laughs> and we have new content going up on the Patreon channel. Yep. Uh potentially after the old shows run out, or maybe simultaneously, we have ideas for Patreon coming up. And then um, you know, basically thank you for tuning into this new channel. We've been talking about it for months. Yeah, uh, we're so happy that all of you came with. For those of you that, whatever, downloaded a week later, welcome. Yeah, because uh, I do that sometimes. You, you lose track, life gets busy, and you go back and you just stockpile. Like, oh shit, I missed you know some mm-hmm. of my favorite stuff. Just too busy. Um, so thank you uh, for coming along with us. To anybody that's new, well, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Um, we get new people all the time. We do because of our great fans who recommend this show to fans i've never heard anyone come to any of our live shows who've come for the first time and not walked out of it going jesus that was a blast so you know if you are hesitant about passing this on to a friend of yours or a family member don't be they're gonna love it we make people laugh our show is good so pass it on bring some joy into their world it's a tough world out there we're trying to take your mind off it and have a little fun with us who wouldn't want that look i got one buddy um who's got Credits galore and all that jazz. Yeah. But he cannot sustain watching an actual movie. He just can't sit for that long. Yeah. He listens to our show every wow. week. Wow. Every week. Wow. You've seen this dude on several TV shows. He's a fairly successful guy. He was just like, I can't. I was like, do you want to be a guest? And he's like, dude, I can't. Yeah. But fucking, I, you guys have good banter. You have good interaction. I can listen to you talk all day long. See? Uh, you know, I find it very enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, Tell your friends and your family. Yeah, we're exactly. Built, we're still building. It works for a dude who's uh, in this industry. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking just like I can't, I can't stomach it, but I can listen to you guys talk about it. Uh, <laughs> that to me is surprising. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. I like. No, 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 it. no. It just in that like you're not a movie fan at all. Yeah. So a, bu- a bunch oh, why of this, would you listen is, to this? are references right. to stuff you have no recollection, and some of them are sub, sub, sub references. Right, right. Like you're taking a character's voice, adding the lines from this as a reference to a third movie, kind of bullshit. Right. Uh, and just like, I don't know how you follow along, but God bless you. Yeah. Maybe it's just, we're so inane. <laughs> it just turns on. It's like white noise in the background. God damn, I hope not. I don't care why he's listening. I just care that yeah, he is. Thank yeah. you for that download. <laughs> exactly. We appreciate it. <laughs> to everybody that streams it, that's my new favorite thing, the coming back. We can find out if we still have a fan base in Ghana. Yeah. We can All find right. Like, yes. After two months, we'll know who's listening. Yep. Like across the world, like we used to. So yep. we eventually... You know, like every six months, our mind would be blown. We'd be like, dude, we got like a thousand downloads in a country 7,000 miles away. Yeah, it'll be great. I didn't know they had that many, you know, English speakers in that country. Right. And we'll have to, and we can target the next country we're going to go do a live show in. We yeah. conquered England. 
flat out. We could probably do a yearly residence at that club if we wanted to. We that probably theater. could. Easily we could. We probably could. We, they enjoyed us. The staff all had a good time. Yep, yep. Uh, the fans were all really nice. And, and uh, you know, they were, uh, you know, good people. Yep. They didn't trash the place. They treated nice. They bought some drinks at the bar. They had fun at the show. We hung out afterwards. Yep. But, yeah, I think Toronto or somewhere in Canada, but probably Toronto. Yep. And if you guys want to see us in Toronto or potentially Houston slash San Antonio, depending on which has a greater draw there, yep. or New York City, uh, email us at the top 10 live with the number 10, the top 10 live at Gmail, or go to our Facebook page and we've got groups uh, set up for all those different cities. But uh, we're going to see what the headcount is. Try and go to those cities. Yep. But yeah, like you said, in a couple months we can figure out. Hey, how big are we in Australia? Exactly. Do we want to do an Australia or a New Zealand kind of swing? We're doing a Ghana. I know we're going to do a Ghana show. Maybe. I just have a feeling. There's there's a Ghana show in our future. I'm in. Yeah. Just went to Morocco. I got got no fear, Africa. (laughs) My uncle does tons of business in Kenya. He's there all the time. Perfect. You know, it's not Ghana, but at the same time, it's... uh, (laughs) I could get the lowdown. Hey, this is a company that I use yeah. to help find me you know, lodging or some jazz like that. Perfect. Perfect. That's good. Fantastic. Make it happen. Uh, all right. Um, so this week we're doing top 10 natural disaster films. Matt, you want to tell them how the show works? Once we set a topic, we go our individual ways and create personal top 10 lists. Show back up here. I do my bottom three. He does his bottom three. I do my next two. He does his next two. Then we trade one apiece. Once we have revealed our personal top 10 list, we create the shows between the two of us. Boom. What a great way to start the new feed. A new feed. You nailed telling it. you, it's all this extra space. You nailed it. It's all these gorgeous people surrounding us. They're incredible. It's a lovely atmosphere. We're like all how, created. I like how quiet they're being, Matt. <laughs> right now? Yeah. They're, trust me, they're, they're witnessing magic. Exactly. I'm they're behind like uh, some sort of soundproof plexiglass, but it's one way. <laughs> they can hear, and we can't hear them just. No, we can watch them laughing, though. All right. We can. <laughs> What's your in number? no way does that look maniacal. There's like one hair on the end of this mic. Oh, yeah? And it keeps fluttering up, and it gets in my peripheral vision. Oh. I think I just caught it. Okay, good. Uh, it's like, you son of a bitch, go away. <laughs> um, so because of. A lot of uh, exclusionary reasons. Okay. There are numerous movies that very well could have snuck in on the bottom of this list. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but at number 10 for me, I took 2012. Oh, okay. It's a, that's what I was thinking of, like kind of supernatural-ish. That's a punt. Is it a punt? Yes. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Yes. All right. Number nine is Twister. Nine, Twister, that's a punt as well. Really? Yes, it is. I thought with 2012, because it fit more, Twister to me is like, all right, this is a nine. Yeah. This is, as soon as I thought, I was like, it'll make my list at nine. Right. Uh, all right, let's see if we do this a third time. Okay. My mind is prepared. Watch. Top head blown <laughs> off. <laughs> Fucking atomic nuclear cloud above it. Right here. Yeah. The perfect storm. Not on my list. Okay. It took you that long well, to... Well, because I... Right. I don't... Because it only affected a couple of boats or a few... But I didn't feel like it was big enough for my list... So I left it off my list. Okay. But I get I guess to why say it would be on your list. For disaster? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just for the, the weather elements and the fact that it was based on a true story. Right, right, yeah. Because it's that small. Because I excluded another one because it's completely fictional. At least this one based on reality. That one affects more people, but Good it's point. still a small to call it a disaster. Right. This one at least is real. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm going to go with that one mm-hmm. for that reason and, and that reason alone. Yeah. Um, Good film. Yeah, because the other one I prefer. Oh, yeah, me too. I had to leave it off as well. If I think I know which one you're referencing, I'd leave yeah, it off. It's the only right. other. Right. Um, but yeah, it's early Clooney and Wahlberg to some degree. Yes. 
uh, kind of making their bones as leading men. Mm -hmm. You got John C. Riley, yep. uh, Diane Lane, I Diane think is Lane. Yep. Mark Wahlberg's wife. Yes. Mary uh, Elizabeth Master Antonio is the yes. other yes. swordfish captain. Yep. Uh, who else is in this? Cherry Jones is in this. She's okay. the uh, older lady who's being uh, oh. saved from the other place. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I think there's got to be. Oh, uh, what's his name? It was in Deadwood. Um, plays Star. He's in this. Shoot. Brad Dorf? No, no, no. Brad Dorf plays the doctor. Right. Um, Star. John Hawks? John, John Hawks. Hawks. Yeah, John Hawks. Thank you. It's all in there, Matt. It is. Sometimes I forget it, though, in critical moments. But it's all in there. Uh, but good. Yeah, I mean, the film, obviously, it's a New England film. Said that time, Clooney, once again, quietly proving to be an incredible chameleon, even though he's a very attractive leading man. He can play, like, the southern yokel like he does in Old Brother. Yeah. He can play high-end stuff like uh, Ocean's Eleven, and then he can play like a sea captain here from Boston, so you know, or from the New England area. Really great work he does here, man. Very soulful work, I think, too, with his crew. You yeah. Know? Well, I mean, when he, you know, spoiler alert, goes down with the ship, mm. at the end, it's haunting him yeah. just looking up, knowing, because he gets everybody else off that he possibly can. Yeah. I think it's Wahlberg is looking back down for him. Yeah. And just the moment of understanding between the two of them of, I have to. Men died on my ship. Yep. So as part of the honor of what the mantle that I carry, mm -hmm. I go down with the ship. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, for to call it a disaster, but it's that type of. It's a natural. Thing. It is a natural thing, yeah. and that that amount of force. Yeah. And coming up against that, we're thankful it wasn't any closer to shore. Right. Uh, you know, it's tougher to get those swells because of the you know the graduated coastline coming up, like you know the the shore mm -hmm. or the shelf rather. Um, but yeah. if something could. Just get that intensely close. It would wipe out massive oh, yeah. cities. Like you could destroy Miami with the amount of force that's going through those waves and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Just a huge wave rolls in or New Orleans or something. Just crush it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, on a smaller scale, if you want to come at me because of that, so be it. Yeah, yeah. What do you got at 10? I wonder if this qualifies as I was thinking about it. My number 10 is a film that a lot of people hated, but I love. It's a fucking guilty pleasure. Uh, Geostorm. Dude, I tried watching it. I know. A lot of people don't like so it. So bad. I tried watching on the flight to fall asleep, and it was so annoying I couldn't <laughs> fall asleep. I, I can't explain to you my love of Gerard Butler. I just can't. I will watch just about anything he's in. He's got some kind of charm that just works for me. Yeah. I like Den of Thieves. Yeah, Den of Thieves was good. The that, ending's that was a little... light, but it was good. Yeah, it was a little too light at the end. Yeah. Have it was just sudden, of, suddenly. Have, have you seen it, Den of Thieves? Yeah. Suddenly it just flips and you're like, I didn't see any precursors for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not really buying this type. I don't even want to describe what the, the flip is. Yeah. Because there's one, it's just like, well, you're trying to do this. I didn't get that from this. But anyway. There's a sequel coming to that too, apparently. That's it was big. I liked it. Yeah, I was surprised by how well it did. Uh, but no, but this this is, look, this is him and um, I got to forget the actor's name. Uh, Jim something, I think, from uh, Across the Universe and uh, uh, Now You See Me. Uh, their brothers, uh, Ed Harris is the president, or Andy Garcia is the president. Ed Harris, I think, is the secretary of defense or something like that. And uh, there are natural disasters occurring all over the world. Uh, they don't know what's happening. You find out that it's an inside job, that's yeah. and, and then they have to figure out how to solve it. 
Gerard Butler's in there with uh, um, uh, the German actress uh, Maria something. She was in Downfall. She plays the the main girl in Downfall. Um, and uh, she was in Control as well. There's like two other character-y type of people that keep popping up recently in movies in that. Yeah, Abby what? Cornish is in this thing. She okay. plays the uh, federal agent. That's with Jim Sturgis. That's the guy. Yeah, who plays his brother. Um, let's see who else. Yeah, Alexandra Maria Laura. That's her. She's the German or Austrian accent. Eugenio Derbez is in this thing, which I'm a big fan of him. Uh, like I said, Andy Garcia, Ed Harris. Richard Schiff is in this. Mayor Winningham, of all people, is in this thing. So, Zazie Beetz. She That's, plays. She plays. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, She plays the coder, the uh, computer code person from Deadpool Two. Yes, from Deadpool Two. Is it Zazzy? It maybe it's Zazzy. I, I just go with Zazzy, uh, but it's probably Zazzy. Um, anyway, I, for whatever reason, I love it. I, I saw it the other day. Literally had it on the other day on a Saturday afternoon for an hour and a half, and just sat and watched it and really enjoyed the piss out of it. I don't. I can't explain it, but I really do. Well, I mean, basically, it's science Armageddon. Yes. Oh, maybe that's. That's what it is. And no, the, the problem is I don't believe in the reality that Gerard Butler is the guy that built this. Yes. Never in a million years. You got, you got to send him up to fix it. So dumb. <laughs> so dumb. That's There's, why I'm I love it. Sorry, no, no. Now, if he had like, if he was the head engineer or right. something like that, right. or maybe I'll buy you as architect, but not as architect, engineer, science guy, physicist, like apparently he knows everything about everything about something that's this massively complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I hadn't thought about the, the connections between Armageddon and this movie. It's what it is. Yeah, because Bruce Willis, they're sending him up because he has to put this thing because in motion. He only built he it. has only this he specific expertise. Yeah. But in this one, Butler has <laughs> the science it. aspect of it as yes, well. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. Basically, you're sending a roughnecker up there to fix what is a trillion dollar, yeah. like a multi-trillion dollar machine. Yeah. And then you find out the twist as the thing goes I along. I turned it off before the... Oh, I maybe saw twist. the twist. It's a big twist. I don't even fucking care. <laughs> All right, then my number nine is The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, I just don't... You don't like that one? I thought it was meh. Oh, okay. I like, I like Jake Gyllenhaal in this. It's not great by any stretch of the imagination, Emmy Ross and Chris Cooper, but I like the visuals of what they create in this movie, of what it would look like, right, if this happened. Uh, and the uh, things they put them through... It's an enjoyable film for me. Like, I don't mind some of the leaps in logic. Uh, I just go along with it because it's a post-apocalypse or it's a post, you know, whatever film. So in your mind, you got to be like, well, yeah, this stuff might happen. This is the way it might go. Yeah, they're kind of pushing the boundaries of believability. But it's still, they're enjo- it's an enjoyable cast. And I enjoy them doing what they're doing to get to where they need to get to. Uh, and yeah. uh, like I said, Chris Cooper, great stuff. And uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I just, I don't know. The amount of stuff that happens in a 24-hour period yeah. is a little bit much. And then um, I wish I had thought of this. But yeah. it I, this may have started the trope or like at the height of the trope of the science advisor that the whole reason he is there is to tell you about this one specific instance and he finally does. Yeah. And you're just like, what? <laughs> I mean, the only reason we keep you around is to alert us of this one thing and you're telling us about this one thing. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. This is yeah. the dude's only job. <laughs> he is an advisor to what the vice president yes it's not yeah. quite the president yeah and that's my mistake uh, Cooper is uh, with October Sky it's Dennis Quaid in this one that's my mistake oh I thought you were saying Cooper was one of the ancillary secondary characters no no no, no. Dennis Quaid is the dad I think he's the dad of, uh, of he is uh, Jake yeah Jake's yeah. dad so. he's trying to hunt him down yeah 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 it's yeah. like right after the rookie like he was getting a second run as a leading man the good point yes he was yeah yes he was 
Uh, all right, that was my number nine. My number eight. Uh, let me bring my list back up here. Sorry. Uh, my cell phone does these things sometimes. You know what? I'll just look on the computer. Uh, my number eight is San Andreas, The Rock. I uh, I watched a couple other movies instead of that one for the show. Oh, I'm sorry you did that. Well, I looked at the tomato meter in oh, that. come on. Not from the critics. If you go into this going, look, it's a mindless yes. disaster movie. Yes. But the audience reaction was actually two points lower, I think, than the critics. <laughs> it was like at 50 and the critics were at 52. And I'm like, that tells me that this is just a shit movie. What? It's like, it's, this is a C to C minus across the board. Sure. But it's The Rock, man. And he does a great job, like, getting you into the vibe of what's happening. This has led to one of our most famous quotes. The boat was in the water. This is from that movie. Okay. Uh, uh, I just know the quote. Yeah. It's how invested in the show that I am. <laughs> Or how terrible my memory is. That's right. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, I hope you don't forget that you're doing the show halfway through this show. Could happen. You're just right. You Could never happen. know. It's all in play now. It's a beautiful evening. <laughs> uh, Carlo Gugino's in this. Alessandro Daddario. This is all happening in San Francisco. You know, there's these natural disasters. The San Andreas Fault opens up, and there's all this quake stuff. Richard, I think Richard Schiff's in this thing, true, as, as well. And all this stuff happens, and they're trying, and he's... Uh, the, the Rock is maybe the worst rescue person ever because all he wants to save is his wife and his kid. His kids. He does not want to save anybody else. He does not want to try to save anybody else. Huh? He's just folks. And so the the state, the city, could really use him trying to save more people than just his wife the, and his kids. But he is going after his wife and his kids. The needs of the few are greater than the needs of the many. Certainly in the and Dwayne Johnson's eyes in this movie, that's for sure. Uh, but he's he's really good and is another you know a guy like this has to carry a film like this. You know what I'm saying? So I I enjoy him in the movie a lot. I think Dean Devlin directed this one. No, uh, Brad uh, Peyton Reed. Peyton. Oh no. Yeah. No. I, I is watched, it Brad Peyton? I think it's Brad Peyton. I watched. Three other movies. Okay. And this was was going to be number three, and I ended up substituting another one in. Okay. But I watched like The Finest Hours. The Finest Hours is good. I like that movie. It's not I, great, but it's not slow. Good. Yeah, it is slow. It's, it's the time it's set. I don't care. Yeah. It's right. slow. Uh, and then another one, I don't know if it'll be on your list. Probably not. Okay. Because I don't think it rises to disaster. Okay. But it was good. <laughs> but I mean, it was one of those, it ended. Uh, Catherine and I watched it, and we were both mm-hmm. like, good i just mm-hmm. don't think it qualifies like it's all there is to it yep what's your number seven seven for me is children of men okay because well look infertility mass infertility hypothetically could happen just like sure. san andreas fault could sure open up and swallow all of san francisco absolutely hypothetically this is possible so like a post-apocalyptic, but the apocalypse is the fact that we're all terminal. Yeah. Not just the individuals that we all have to face now, the species. Yeah. And it's a complete, like, how do you maintain order in that type of world? Yeah. When there's nothing, but whatever permanence or mark is obsolete. So yeah. what is the, I mean, life is already, for some people, utterly meaningless. And now you're throwing this on top of it, and then it ends, and nobody's even there to acknowledge it after it's gone. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. <laughs> now it destroys a sense of self, like yeah. an idea of just the, the innateness of being human, mm-hmm. and shit like that. And to topple that in with a really interesting story that ends with, should we spoil it, I guess? Well, it it's, wasn't it in the trailer. Yes, I guess so. Um, but it's up to you if you want to spoil it. It's okay, your, it's, your, it's on your list. I want to say it was in the trailer. Okay. Does that seem true or not? I don't remember it being in the trailer. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. It's not one of my favorites. 
So okay. for whatever reason, it doesn't work for me. Like, I don't like, it seems boring to me when I watch the movie. I've tried, I watched the first time and then the next two times I tried to watch it because I know people were like, you got to watch it. You got to get it. You got to get it. And I watched it two more times. I'm bored out of my fucking mind. And people love this movie. So I don't know. Maybe well, it's Clive Owen. He just doesn't do it for me. See, I think him, him and Michael Caine especially, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that their kinship is is genuine between mm. the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Clive's got pretty good chemistry with Julianne Moore, who's like sure. a part of a radical you know group mm-hmm. that exists as would in this type of culture and environment. Yeah. Um, and the idea that like this seems almost like a seventies premise or something that's done on potentially like Twilight Zone or yeah. whatnot, yeah. a world where infer- infertility is the norm, and to expand that out over a two hour and how when the twist happens, what it does to the people immediately. Yeah. It's instantaneous. It's like all the, the, the bickering, the arguments, the hatred, just the vileness that people were spewing towards each other yeah. dissolves in an instant. Yeah. Because a spark of your humanity is right in front of you in some form of hope. Yeah. And it's just, wow. And then it goes right back to... Yeah. It's, I don't know. I just found it interesting for that. It's a premise that I'm amazed it even got made. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it's got action moments, but not to the degree that you would expect from a no. dystopian type of movie. It's more of a contemplative dystopian movie. Yeah. It is, yeah, as yeah. opposed to a Mad Maxian. Right. Yeah. Right, right. What's your number six? Well, was that your number six? Uh, that was my seven. Okay. My six is so my cheat that I was bringing. Well, not cheat, but okay. happens off of Sunshine. Oh, the uh, one out in space. Yeah. All right. This is one of the three that I watched. I had to take this one off, but yeah, this is a good, good movie. Well, look, if you're going to include what we're going to get to, this this is, you know, because if they're taking all the fissile material that's left on Earth and yeah. trying to do this, I don't know the physics behind it. Yeah. It seems utterly far-fetched. And if you don't know it, that's pretty strong. because you That big, means nothing. You're a big science guy, man. Yeah, but basically my depth is the same depth that's, that's stopping you from seeing the numbers on a scratch-off ticket. You know what I mean? <laughs> my understanding of science is surface deep. So once you get past that and you see that I'm an X and you were looking for an A, an R, an S, or T, it's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair so enough. I don't, I, it doesn't, to jumpstart a star, and I know that's part of yeah. the tagline of this. Yeah. But it, that is a fate that is, the Earth will, whether or not we'll be around, yeah. who knows. Mm-hmm. And actually, I think as it would dim, so the, the sun goes from what it is now to... Um, I don't think it goes full red giant, but it'll expand outward, mm-hmm. and the radiation from it will destroy all living life on this, right. and then it should collapse down back onto itself and become a white dwarf. Wow. And we will all just be cold, cold rocks yeah. spinning around this, <laughs> and that is our fate, <laughs> ultimately, in billions of years. Yeah. I don't know how many. So that is a premise, something we're all facing. Yeah. Somehow humanity's around for this, and they create this big, massive ship, and... Yeah. Uh, I love it because it's modern technology <laughs> said who knows how far into the future. But if you're going to ask me to stretch scientific understanding and all that, then put it the stakes. I like these stakes, although yours has excellent stakes as well. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to knock you on that. No, and I certainly won't knock you. Danny Boyle is this film is obviously of a higher quality than one we're talking about later on. And um, it's a, it's an incredible. Later on, it's what does a, that mean? It's an incredible <laughs> Oh my God. That was a dire warning right there. 
Kids, that's the little tip at the end of the first <laughs> act that shows you the hero's fall at the end of the second. Oh, oh shit. Are we going to climb back out? How far into the third act is this fall? <laughs> is it the end? Is this an anti-hero story? <laughs> I think it might be. Fuck. <laughs> Oh no! Oh no! Oh dear God! <laughs> My eyes! <laughs> My eyes! Uh, why do you think this one um, like didn't blow up the way his other films have? I, I don't know because it's a good fucking film. Uh, it Murphy. should have come up on another list. I can't remember. Maybe it was a space yeah, when yeah. we did space movie or something, mm-hmm. and the fans were like, "You need to watch this." So I did. Yeah, finally, eventually. But I remember when it came out because like. Uh, uh, Killian, ever since 28 Days Later, yeah. I'm like, I'm in on, on whatever that guy puts out. Yeah. And this one came out, and for some reason, the trailer just didn't grab me. So I never saw it purposely, but I was like, I like Danny Boyle. Yeah. I'm a huge sucker for him. It's set in space. Yeah. Like, everything about this checks all the boxes for me, but for some reason, I just kept it at arm's length. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's really interesting. If you haven't seen Sunshine, you should absolutely see it. It really is a fantastic it performance. Is. And it's not a standard sci-fi film. This is not Event no. Horizon or any of those other films that came around around the same time. This is a an excellent a cast. Singular, its own thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Chris Evans, mm-hmm. um, Mark Strong. Yep. Um, shit. And this is a before he was big, Mark Strong. Asian actor who was in the Last Samurai, the second his like his lieutenant. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yep. Uh, that dude who's excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in every movie. He was in the Wolverine film. Um, what, Rose Byrne? Yeah, Hiro- Hiroyuki Sanada. Hiroyuki Sanada. Michelle Yeoh is in this. Michelle Yeoh is in it. Yeah, yeah. Cliff Chris Curtis. Evans in a ridiculous wig. Yep. Uh, to start the movie. A young Benedict Wong, who is now Wong yes. from Doctor Strange. He's in Which this is thing. weird to look at him, because uh, did you ever watch uh, Genghis Khan? Yeah. Oh, was, that was him, right. Yeah, that's him. Just right. like, okay, where was this in the timeline? Because now... He is basically grown into what we, mm-hmm. at that point, like, so what you get is like a, yeah. this more fuller-bodied adult, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So it's weird to see him as a skinnier guy. Yeah. Uh, He's great, though. We had him in for Collider Life. One of yeah. the funnest fucking guys you'll ever meet. So chill. Regular dude. We sat and talked football for like 10, 15 minutes, uh, Premier, Premier League, and he was fucking hilarious, man, because he's a big Manchester United fan. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Just to sit... Dude, that's one of the things that I missed that I, to me still like is deep inside me, man, for the London trip. We had such a great time at that bar afterwards, after yeah. the show. Sitting with like 10, do- or 10, standing around with 10 guys and girls who are knowledgeable about the Premier League, I honestly could have stayed till 3 in the morning just talking about that. I'm sure. And the fact that we talked for an hour and a half about it and everybody ball busting and, you know, being tribal about their teams. I was like, man, fuck, I don't get this in the States. Of course not. I'm just, a, I'm as hardcore of a fan of football, Premier League football, as these British motherfuckers are. But I can't do it with the friends I have because they're not as hardcore as I am. And here I, I found my element, my home with these dudes yeah. and, the, and a couple of the girls who were there too were talking about it. Like, I was just so fucking happy just being... And so when we had to leave, I know we had to leave because, you know, we'd hit the limit for, for Lindley. But like, for me, I could have stayed till three in the morning. No, no problem at all. Well, they kicked us out by one. Oh, so. they, okay. So... And according to Graham Butler, I believe it was, said yeah. uh, King's Cross because... So oh, does it get hairy there? No, leaving here on Monday... Yeah. 
I go out to my car, and right next to my door is a used condom Ooh. with a tied knot on one end. Yikes. And I t- you know, tweeted out a picture of it, but he was like, I'm surprised you didn't see that in King's Cross. And I'm like, really? I've got no vibe of that. So maybe it's there... Santa Monica and Highland. Yeah, maybe. It's just like, that's a area of London. It's yeah. right in that area. There's a lot of hookers walking around. Oh, It's not a bad area, but just some reason they've chosen residency here. Yeah. And we all kind of let it go. Because <laughs> that area here in West Hollywood, of all the shitty areas, that one's not bad. No. No. It's yeah, true. They're it's way true. worse. Mm-hmm. If you went south, like three blocks. Yeah. It gets, you know, just more and more uh, busier and busier and yeah. older and older neighborhoods. It gets like, Inner city neighborhoods. Right. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh shit. But that venue was so nice. The venue was great. Yeah, it was. Oh, I mean, I think after the second show in Chicago, we'll probably do the same thing. Right. Hang out as best we can. Like their yeah. bar will be open. We can just go right into the next yep. room. I, w- I won't have any requirements on me because, uh, I'm not there for celebration. I'm there for the show. Yeah. Me and, too. and, uh, Lindley's not coming with me. So I'll be chilling in my, pl- in my apartment, uh, in the hotel. So I can stay out late drinking this time and hang out with the fans and do whatever and hopefully not get into any mischievous problems. But, like, yeah, it'll be fun. I know it used to be. So I had friends for years that lived in Chicago. and mm-hmm. go visit them, and there was, like, this... I don't know if it was a migration because certain bars closed at different times. Yeah. But we ended up hitting, like, three bars, but it seemed to be the same, like, one or two towards the end of the night. And be like, yeah. oh, these are the ones that maybe stay open the latest. Right. And just getting plastered. <laughs> I walked across half the city of Chicago once to get back to my parents' place. Holy shit. Through downtown. It took me like 25 minutes to walk through. Through downtown? At 3, 3.30 in the morning? Jesus. All these years later, now realizing, like, that was pretty dumb, man. Yeah. But I was so just hammered. I remember the walk. Nobody else out. I only saw, like, two, three people. Wow. Yeah, and just walked for, like, 25 lucky. minutes, unencumbered. Yeah. Some cars, but it's just me. See, I'm all, I'm all freaked out. You know, I'm, I'm asking Frank, like, can I take, what should I take from here to here? And blah, blah. So easy. He's like, it's public transportation. You'll be fine. Take the train everywhere. Walk. Yeah. Done. He said the red line runs 24 hours. You can go anywhere. But where I'm staying at, which is about 15 minutes away from the venue, um, I'm going to take an Uber back. But like there, I'll just take public transportation there. Yeah. I, I might even go a little early and just hang out and have a drink or two at the bar and then go do our show. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't looked into the specifics of yeah. the day itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm meeting somebody for lunch. Yeah. But I'm flying in overnight, so I'm probably going to try to sleep as much as possible during the day and then roll into the show. So, yeah. Yeah, we get in late afternoon, early evening. Cool. I like, couldn't, more, I couldn't, more like evening, but. I couldn't get that Wednesday off, so I had to leave at night. So, yeah, I hear you. That it was either that or, yeah, get in at, like, midnight or one or something ridiculous. Right. And it's like, fuck, that sucks. Yeah. We also waited till. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's another problem. Yeah. Uh, anyway. All right, so where were we at? Yeah, April 11th, guys. <laughs> Look how much we enjoyed it. Yeah. Come and enjoy it with us. It talked to anybody that went to London. They enjoyed it just as much as we did. Absolutely. Uh, it was fantastic. Yeah. And if, if Chicago ends up bringing more, more gray-haired dolls, I will fucking fist fight all of you. <laughs> I have two sitting on my desk right now. I, look at, I stare at them every day. Every day. <laughs> I'm not kidding. One is, so one is markedly <laughs> larger than the other. Yeah. And so the little one sits in the lap of the larger one. They're just sitting right there. Yeah. You just see these, these two gray-haired sons of bitches. That's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, who knows? Maybe yeah. we will get gifts. I have no idea. Oh, gifts would be nice. Yeah, maybe. We'll yeah, get we got something. we got a few gifts. We did in London. We got a few gifts. So if you come to Chicago, you're thinking about getting us something. 
Well, get us something. We'll open it on stage. Yeah, Fuck and by it. the way... Uh, Fuck it. I, I want to say the guy's name was Josh, but I could be f- fucking that up. Mm-hmm. Gave, gave Catherine uh, wine recommendations oh. for the rest of our trip. Yeah. Worked out, I'd say, 80% of the time. Oh, nice. I think there was only one. She was like, yeah, that was okay, but two, three, four others? Yeah. Right on the money. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. I mean, there's a million wines out there, mm-hmm. and the fact that he was like, just look for this region, and one of these two or three, I think, is what he kind of did. Wow. Oh, if you like that, and you're in that area, yeah. look for this. Wow. You're like, oh, okay. Yeah, we have the greatest fans, man. Yeah, worked out beautifully. I don't fucking care what anybody says. We have the greatest fans. I know. Chicago, you guys, once again, you got a tall uh, bill yep. to fill. Yeah, step it up. But I, right. I think you can break it right yep. now. We're so close to selling out the early show, and the late show is nipping at its heels. Yeah. Um, so by the time you guys hear this, because when we're recording this, there's only like 12 or 14 seats left. Mm-hmm. I have to look it up. On the first show, and the second show has like five more. Yeah. So we're very close. Come on. Yeah, we should be able to sell these out. Let's do it. Let's do it. April 11th, two shows, 7 and 10, Reggie'sLive.com. Get the tickets there, Reggie'sLive.com. <laughs> what number are we on? I don't. Uh, I think we're at my number seven. I we think. are. I think, yeah. All right, 2012. That was my number seven. All right, not That's too large a punt. No, not too large. But it was in the next section, so. Uh, yeah, 2012, good, fun fun movie. John Cusack, Oliver Platt, uh, not, that, is it? Chuatel Ejiofor, is, is he in this thing, I too? would assume so. Woody Harrelson. Um, it's been a while since I've seen this. Danny Glover. No, no. Uh, who plays the president? Was it Danny Glover or Morgan Freeman? I forget who plays the president in this. Gotta be Danny. Right? Do you think it's Danny? Yeah, I think Once it's again, Danny. Once again, I haven't seen this probably since 2014. Tandy Newton's in this thing. Yeah, it's got a wide cast. Uh, but my takeaways from it yeah, are... Danny. You know, yep, Danny Glover. Yep. Our Cusack... The Russian oligarch. Yes, which is very funny. It is. And all his cars out on a... F- Dude, leave them. Yeah. Do you, you think there's going to be gas stations? Right. Where Do, are you going to juice up? What, where? Yeah, where? Exactly. The oil supply is going to run up pretty quick. It's <laughs> stupid. If you want to bring horses, okay, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Depending on how huge this event is, but the prophecy came true. Yep. So this shit could be really terrible. And I love all these years later, like now watching it going, dude, or not now, since 2014, but Oliver Platt is technically the villain, but he's not wrong. Yeah, no, he's not wrong. So it's weird. You don't want to side with him, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like this dude is trying to save yeah. all of us yep. as best he can. Yep. He thinks this is the way to do it. Technically, he's not wrong. Right. He's just yeah. kind of doing it it's behind like in Sunshine. Back. I side with Chris Evans. Once you see the logic of what he's talking about, he's like, this seems more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, Killian's also makes sense. But <laughs> when it comes down to the nuts and bolts later on, it's like I'm with Chris. Much as I don't like this decision, yeah. I'm with Chris. Yeah, this is another tough one, but his logic is sound. Um, yeah, a lot of interesting people in this one, just like there is in the Sunshine. And it's a lot of fun, and Amanda Peet's in this too as well. And oh yeah, okay. Yeah, she has places. I think she plays his wife and everything like that, and so. This is a fun one. Every once in a while, I'll catch about an hour of it on TV, but I always enjoy it. I always enjoy it. It's one of these an under, It's one of these disaster movies that fully understands what it is, yeah. doesn't take itself too seriously, has a blast doing it. That's. I mean, the Buddhist with the water coming here is like, okay, we're going to go that route? Fine. I, it's classic role. That's why I included it. Yeah. If you're going to go full bore, you know, lean into the punch. Exactly. Exactly. And I, I appreciate the fact that you did that because other ones are still trying to make a serious movie yeah. when they know... Come on. You're like, you know, you're Independence Day. Exactly. Roland. Just, Roland knows what he's making. Exactly. Oof. Yeah, it's never trying to be... Anyone uh, what it is. Um, all right, then my number six is Twister, which was the punch. All right, two slight punts. Okay. Yeah, two slight punts. Slight punts. I didn't say they were big. 
Um, Twister is, I still enjoy Twister, man. It's, it's Helen Hunt, Bill Paxson are fucking magic in this movie. Jamie Gertz, it was great to see her again after having not seen her for a bit since the 80s. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's good in this I know. movie. It's amazing he had the career he had because he played just such a convincing idiot. Yeah, yeah. Like this drunken kind of, not drunken, but a dude that's slovenly. Yeah, slovenly that is the right Even word. though they're, you know, they're storm chasers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all, you know, once you, if you really take a step back and look at this from a, a, a macro vantage point, we should really side with the government because they have the resources to... Best throw at this problem, as yeah. opposed to the people that are making sensors in their garage. Yeah. Not to say that they can't be good tinkerers, but the days of October sky are long gone. Right, exactly. Technology's gone through leaps and bounds. <laughs> they have stuff you don't. Maybe they can adopt your idea, and yeah. they should be open to the discussion. Right. If they're genuinely scientists, but if it's the bureaucracy of a government, I understand it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's good. It's another one that it knows what it's doing. Exactly. And it's, there's some fun, great spe- uh, effects with the... Uh, stuff flying around the tornado yeah. and the uh, um, the cow and everything like all of it around is just a lot of fun and thoroughly enjoyable and uh, it's still one that I still revisit every once in a while and enjoy thoroughly because of the actors and some of the special yeah. effects. So I have early Helen Hunt movie yes. transition yeah. from Mad About You. Yeah, exactly. Like could have been second, third film out when yeah. she was genuinely like they're making a push for her to be a leading actress and this did really well. Yeah, it did. Made a lot of money. Yeah, I'm glad they never went back to do a sequel. I'm surprised they didn't do a sequel. Hey, but it's done. it turns into Jaws 2 at that point. Yeah, true. It does. Like, I, doesn't mean you can't still make money off of it. So. Although, at the same time, it makes more sense because they are storm chasers. Yeah. But how do you raise the stakes? Like, this one was a Category 5 or right. whatever the highest something that she had seen. Was it her that saw it as like a little girl? Yeah. And it changed her perspective and other people hadn't seen it? She survived it, yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. I think but it took her dad. Didn't it take her dad? Something like that. Yeah, 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 I think so. But it's like she has rightfully understands this beast yeah, type yeah. of thing. She has this obsession with it, kind of like Ahab and Moby yeah, Dick. it is. It's Moby Dick. to find this thing, yeah. Um, All right, which number five? Uh, five is The Wave. That's my five. So you finally saw it. I did. On Netflix. It's a good movie. That damn movie is good. You know the entire premise <sighs> from the fucking name of the movie. Yep. And still, you know it's coming. Yeah. And such an interesting little story of a problem that is real. Yep. That is inevitably going to happen. <laughs> yes, it just I think comes that's down fair. to the direction of that wave. Yeah. Which way is it going to Which go? Which way is it going? And you are not going to be able to stop it no matter what you think. It you might can go do. the other way. There'll still be a ripple yeah. effect and it'll come back. Maybe it hurts the lowest of low lying areas. Right. But this son of a bitch, like that wall of water that's coming, yeah. that totally could happen. That is a weird form of terror to live with. Yeah. Because that to me seems more likely than. A you know magnitude six earthquake here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but both are fucking likely. Just yeah. that one. How much mass of rock does it take to get that type of wave? That's my question. Well, the thing is, we're so we're so unaware of the power of the ocean. Even people who study it are so unaware of the power of, or are still like. Well, how do you mean discovering it? Like. What, like you just said, what's the size of the rock that could cause this? What's the well, that's simple accident? physics. You could figure that the, out. All that kind of stuff. But like, yeah, but like, but will it cause it? The conditions have to be right. Yeah. The situation has Who to be. Who knows yeah. what's going to trip it? That's what I mean. And, and because no matter what, how much people study the ocean, it's still an unknowable thing for the most part because it's so massive. It's yeah. so large. And you don't know what its characteristics are from day to day because any little thing could affect it. And it's fascinating. Well, there's, I mean, the amount of... Uh, Various actions and energies working in unison to create what we call weather. Yeah, 
when that changes, like if the jet stream changes and the jet stream in the air or the water. Right, right. Uh, if, if one of those were like to ever so slightly shift, that'll throw off the weather patterns over here. Like right. there's just a ripple effect going down. Yeah, the amount of energy and you know is incredibly impressive. Yeah, you're right. It, there is an unknowableness because of the size. It's like mm -hmm. the, the scope of the universe. Yeah. It's infinite, but what does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's our understanding of we don't know. Right. It, it seems as far as we can tell that it's infinite. Yeah. But how do you expand into nothing? Well, this is a... <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and this is just a random event that happens because uh, that, that rock comes down. Or, was it a pike or whatever it is? They're uh, in a mountain, fjord. Mountain pass. Yeah, a fjord. Or in, whatever. Yeah, it just, it's a slide. And then it just comes down. And you're like, well, how much of that, uh, how many of those things are there around the world? That large, I bet you there's not that many. They, they okay. would have a population built up on that, Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm sure knows? there's still houses around. Right. But to have a community where it looks like it's a vacation area. Yeah. Because there's that hotel right on, so people maybe come to like relax. Mm -hmm. Type of like all the Bavarian cities that you know the Nazis frequented. You know what I mean? <laughs> all these picturesque, beautiful places and be yeah. like, this is a favorite vacation spot of. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's, that's really interesting. Goebbels was here. Yeah. <laughs> that's something. There's no bitch. more plaques celebrating that. <laughs> no, of course uh, not. Yeah. They took those down. You know. Oh, man. Uh, and, but, but the action of the film is also fantastic as well. That, I mean, that's. That's really the selling point. Yeah, the, the special effects are great. The fact that it's a foreign film is also interesting, too. But then the pace of it is really mm -hmm. what sells the and film. Good acting. Yes. And this is a film that is a disaster film uh, that isn't like 2012 or these other or uh, these other films. This does take itself seriously because... It's real. It's real. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah. there's no point in magnifying the terror yeah. because the terror is justified. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of like, you know, another movie we're going to get to later. Just like... It, this shit is real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, it's what, my, yeah, this is, once again, it's the unknowables, unknowableness exactly. of it all. What's your number four? Uh, four is Everest. Um, yes, a slight punt. Okay. A slight punt. Yeah, I would have gone higher, mm -hmm. but the disaster element of it, because it's another that affects so small, Yeah, yeah. I took it down a little bit. I can respect that. Uh, I, 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 put where I, I put it where I put it because of the quality of the film. Oh, it's awesome. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. So we'll talk about it in just a sec. Uh, and this is where we finally land on. It's the end of the second act. Armageddon, yes. And number four. <sighs> number four. I love this movie so much. I can't explain. I know people hate me for loving this movie, but there's enough people Dude. who I respect and admire as intelligent people in the world who love this movie. I was just saying, Josh, what was it, Josh Mabry that had Tombstone on his list at like uh, six? Yeah. That, that, seems, that seems about right, if not a little high for Armageddon. You know? <laughs> You're insane. This is That's a 9-10 pocket type these, of movie. These are disaster movies. This is a disaster situation. Great cast. Vibrant, colored film. <laughs> That's what you're selling Michael it Michael Bay does a great action in this. Bruce Willis, a young Ben Affleck, Liv Tyler, Michael Clark Duncan, the late. Michael Hart, Will Patton, Steve Buscemi, Owen Wilson, for God's sakes. Shawnee Smith has a cameo. Look, it doesn't matter how many actors' names you list. <laughs> yes. The, predicating the film on why wouldn't we just teach astronauts to do this really simple task? The, it's not a simple task. Really? Hey, man, are They're you a drilling. roughneck? I'm not a roughneck. I'm not. I'm not a scientist. But at the same time, they're sending down a computer-guided drill. Doesn't take a roughnecker. Well. 
to send down a computer. Is it not computer? Doesn't it like it runs off of because no. it has those self-propelling tracks? Yeah, but they he, put it down. But they have to monitor it and pull it back out or move it in slow. But like it still is human to understand who has experienced drilling into depth. I can't believe we're arguing the logic of this. <laughs> but this is like this is the situation. You have to have humans up there who can uh, f- uh, who can d- drive this thing, fix this thing, make this thing go. And if there's any problems because of previous experience doing this kind of work, they will be able to improvise and troubleshoot the situation. Astronauts built a space station in real life in space. Wait a minute. Did astronauts or did engineers do that? They still had to. They had to do as much work as those Refneckers did on the Comet. Okay. They have to line up, and they're trying to get the trajectories right and going out and doing spacewalks to make sure everything is pulled together. At least the moon has a little bit of a gravity, oh, right, so it makes because, the job easier. Because they're trained to do it, and they're studied to do it. The Refneckers are trained to do what they do, and they study to do what they do. I would just think in the amount of time like you're just trying you to- could train an astronaut in two to three months how to do something like okay. this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You didn't have two to three months, remember? It was only two weeks. What do we, what, what do we know of the, the, the roughneckers they're portraying in this movie? Not saying real life roughneckers, but the roughneckers in this movie, yeah. all at best have GEDs. At best. Well, yeah, but they know what they know. I'm just saying, Look, but they learned that. The NFL is not full of MIT graduates. Uh, but NASA is. NASA sure, is NASA Guys is. with two, three doctorates who are also fighter pilots and right. all kinds of crazy, they have advanced skills. You're telling me you couldn't teach a dude like that quicker to drill than to teach a guy with potentially a GED how to be an astronaut. Look, I don't want to walk into toxic masculinity here, but yeah, I'm telling you there's a difference. Dude, you can't walk into something you're drowning in. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all this movie is. That's all this movie is. I don't is. think it's toxic. It's toxic. It is so toxic. Why the fuck do they have a machine gun? Up on the goddamn I, comment. That's not my decision. I don't know. As, as we've talked about, I brought it up uh, numerous other times. Yeah. In space travel, the very first thing that any engineer calculates is payload. Yes. That is the primary Wait. concern. Yes. Wait. So why do you bring up machine guns that actually you just have to put these little hand things on? It's like the big mover equipment type yeah. in industrial settings. So you have to have... The computer logic behind that, right. plus the machine itself and all the bullets. I think it's just to shoot the uh, the asteroids or pieces of the rock out of the way. Sure. Yeah. It's, <laughs> sure. So Michael Bay forgetting that he's making a movie and suddenly he has a, a, too big a budget on a car commercial. Fair enough. Look, I'm not going to argue the logic of this film. I just enjoy the fuck out of it. It is a disaster film. Dude. And if you're looking at all these films, which one am I going to put on right now to watch again? It's going to be Armageddon. All right. Let's move on. You're like the Michael Phelps of this toxic masculinity pool. <laughs> You're just flying through it. I am not swimming flying in toxic masculinity. I just appreciate it in this film. All right, what's your number three? Three is only the brave. Oh, shit. Shit. That is a disaster. Shit. Living in Southern California, that's a fucking disaster. Yeah, Matt, that's a great fucking Dude, point. You just, you just kicked Geostorm off my list. Okay. Well, no shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just saying, no I shit. forgot about that movie. I'm saying I could put it on my list, not on our overall list. I, I, yeah, I forgot about That was an enjoyable fucking Oh, it was movie. great. More not believe pe- it didn't do well. More people should have seen that movie. Yeah, and they should watch it now. Yes. If you like Deepwater Horizon, or if you haven't seen that, another type of movie like this where it's, it's, it's well-paced, 
It's an interesting story, well yep. acted, yep. and it's just quick. It's like bing, bing, bing. Here's a lot of information that you have to digest, but they do it in a way that you understand. Yes. Only the brave is so. It's something that's very real for us in Southern California and also, you know, and in the the West, yeah, to some degree. You know, anywhere there's a ton of trees still, mm-hmm. uh, which we have more than yes, above. we do. And I personally, just of you, I've seen up close. I've driven on the interstate where, thankfully, the fire is going the opposite direction, yeah. Yeah. but it's going up such and such, you know, Latuna Canyon. Or it's the Burbank fire. Mm-hmm. Or it's when I first moved to San Diego, like in the first year or so, I woke up, I left my buddy's house driving home, and I was like, I texted him afterwards. I was like, dude, is it snowing? Look it up on weather.com. Yeah. Like, that's all. I just had text. I didn't have you know, internet on my phone because ash was raining down because there was a massive fire outside of San Diego. Yeah. The next day I woke up and the sky was as red as Total Recall when they're on Mercury. Jesus. Or on Mars, rather. It was red wow and there was a pillow of ash across everything wow and i was like what the fuck is this <laughs> i started getting calls and i from family and whatnot <laughs> and now i've lived through it enough times where yeah this is that this goes yeah. the wrong way yeah. and you're i mean potentially killing thousands if not tens of thousands of people okay so yeah it's an excellent movie josh yeah. brolin uh, is really good in it a good yeah. ensemble cast uh, about uh, miles teller's great in it yeah um yeah, I think this and Whiplash are the two standout times where I thoroughly enjoyed him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's tragic. It's a fucking tragic movie. It is. Uh, if if you don't know, this is I think it's based on a New York Times article or a New York Times piece from the or an article from the Sunday New York Times magazine, and uh, they made the movie out of it. And uh, some great, great as Matt said, great work. Um, it's a story I didn't fully know before I walked into it, and great other character actors in the movie. Uh, throughout playing the parts that they're playing and you start to connect with these people so that what happens when it happens, you're just like fucking devastated by the end. So it's fantastic in that way. And there's a great image near the end when what happens happens that will stay with you. I would say that stays with you afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you living here for so long, we've, we've, Oh, yeah. Probably the reason we didn't know about it is because we've heard so many of these stories. That's a good point. That they're starting to bleed into and you don't pay as much attention. Yeah. Like I used to be enraptured by this coverage. Uh, as a friend of mine who's a comic moved to San Diego and I, it, it went right over my head because I lived through the one. Yeah. But uh, someone said to him, was like, oh shit, we got fire season coming up. He's like, fire season? Do you, get, do you guys get each other cards? <laughs> like, you turn it into a bit. I was like, oh, that's a good bit. I can't believe as being an out-of-towner. Yeah. But it was so jarring the first time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you get so used to it. You do. Like the ones that stick out now is the last big fire we had out here. Yeah. When uh, Verizon throttled back the, uh, uh, the, four, the LTE for the actual firemen that were up there. So they were having, having trouble communicating with one another and the people around them. And they couldn't. They were getting throttled by yeah. Verizon. Yeah. Meanwhile... You know, a week later, Verizon is putting out instantly commercials saying, hey, we're there for you. We would never throttle. Yeah. As they're dealing with the PR fallout from... Fucking lies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Lies. Fucking Just like lies. the net neutrality. Right. We swear to God, we're not going to throttle this. We're not going to create a two-tiered system, eventually a three-tiered system and whatever. They're not going to squeeze every penny. No, we're going to... We want this power, but we'll never use it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how power works. <laughs> uh, just yeah. ridiculous, man. It's amazing how fucking simple rights like that get sold down oh yeah the river for corporate good yeah we're just numbers in their pages man just ridiculous uh all right that's your number three right that was my three my three is the impossible that's a punt 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. What's your number two? We don't get all, you know. All right. We have Armageddon at four. I can do this all day long. Of course. I can look at you with contempt. Feel free. Uh, number two is Contagion. Um, okay. I didn't include any of those, but go. I know you love that movie, so. Dude, this is realer than all of them. Sure. Outside sure. of my number one. Yeah. But is this a natural disaster? I yeah. just don't know if it's a natural disaster. How is it not natural? In 19, between 1918 and 1920, mm-hmm. the Spanish flu. Yeah, yeah. Think how connected the world is now. Mm-hmm. The Spanish flu managed to infect half a billion people. Right. And that's a rough estimate. Yeah, but for me, that doesn't, that's not, that's born out of bacteria created by us. So. That's why, why, why? We've always I was lived in natural disasters. And natural. That's a natural occurring. That's a, okay. as natural as it gets. Okay. Look, somewhere between 5 to 10% of the people that came into contact with it died. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it. You don't have to stress the statistics to me. I get what you're saying. 25. I just don't see contagion stuff or biological stuff as necessarily a natural disaster. How is that not natural? That the could be a blind spot on natural? I, I, to me, it's a disease that happened from human beings. Or like can, uh, things that we're doing as we become a more industrial society. We have no control over that whatsoever. Things. Just as we have no control over any of these other things. It is out of our realm of control. Yeah. We can no more stop that than we can stop time from advancing. These things are still going to develop, mutate, mm-hmm. and they want to survive just like we do. Yeah. So part of their survival tactic is killing us off just like we tried to kill them off. Sure. It's a tete-a-tete, man. That's as natural as it gets. Okay. Man versus nature. Okay. It's fucking... So it's, it's based on that, the interconnectivity of the world now. So the other part of the Spanish flu, which is crazy, is usually the flu takes out kids and the elderly. Yeah. Or the already infirmed. Right. That son of a bitch took out people in the prime of their life. It took down the healthiest of the population. People in the pink of health. Killed them off. Mm-hmm. So, so much so that the average life expectancy in this country went down by 12 years thereafter. Yeah. Like immediately following, because it just cut down so many people in their early prime. That's fucking bananas. So now you're saying... We just went to London, and after that, I then went to two other countries mm-hmm. in the span of three weeks. Mm-hmm. If I picked up something, then I'm back here, and like that, lickety-split, now I've transmitted something that could kill. Yeah. I mean, that is as natural as it gets. So to see that, it is. Okay. It is. I, look, you believe it is. That's your I know right. that it is. That's we have your proof right. from a hundred years ago that this has actually happened. Okay, I, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened. I just I think the genesis is human based. If it's human based, it doesn't feel like natural How disaster. How do we to create me. the Spanish flu? We have a rough idea of where it started. Mm-hmm. But we don't know specifically, as far as I recollect. Yeah. So how is it? How can you pinpoint it to man? Like, bacteria is a naturally occurring thing. Sure. It existed long before us and will exist more than likely long after us. That's true. So. <laughs> I don't know why. We're like, the anomaly. You have the right. Like, this is your belief and I, 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 I It's not I even a belief. You. That's a fact. Okay. It's a, okay. You're, you're stating that then by, like. I'm stating. Bacteria I'm, no, isn't na- I'm, I'm stating from, my, from the, the qualifications of my list, I didn't feel, I didn't feel anything the- bacteria related as a, as a natural disaster. In my opinion. So what? Interplanetary rock or our own rock has to turn on us, and that's the only way it counts. That's well, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, looking at over here, yeah, yeah, yes, 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 pretty much, pretty much. Okay, well, there's more to the natural world. <laughs> yes, I know there is. If a black hole 
consumed us. I mean, I could have put Grizzly on this as we're going to go that far, where the grizz, those Grizzly bears, or the, the Frogs movie, or that. Like, those are natural, yeah. current things. If you wanted to, you yeah, could I make a case to, for that. But I didn't think there was... There I don't know if it counts as disaster. This kills... A bunch of frogs killing people is, seems like a disaster to me. Uh, but how much truth is in that? Like, like Planet of the Apes, would that be a disaster? No, because... What the fuck do you mean? Is that a disaster? What? We, we use bacteria to bring those apes to like human sentience. To sentience. Okay, but we have no evidence that we can do that. What do you mean? That's science fiction. This is based oh, okay. on science fact. Okay. So if we're talking about natural, like, this shit has happened. Okay. This isn't some fictional, you know, we're trying to reignite the sun or destroy a meteor before it gets here. Right. That's happened. Okay. This is the best evidence we have of it. There have been numerous other diseases throughout time that have done this to us. Yeah, fair enough. This is a, every once and again, the plague descends upon people. Uh Uh-huh. That's natural, my man. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying. I know you are. Go ahead. Defend the movie now, or talk about the movie at least. Oh, it's a well-rounded cast. Matt Damon, uh, Lawrence Fishburne Mm -hmm. plays the head of the CDC. Matt Damon's a a father. Uh, His wife, who is Glyneth Paltrow, is Mm -hmm. actually uh, patient zero. Um, and she picks up, you know, something from China, from something she eats, from like a bat, mm-hmm. uh, that pooped on a pig, and then we killed the pig in unsanitary measures and whatnot, and it's just the cyclical nature of, you know, every once again our number gets pulled, type yep. of thing. Yeah. Uh, and let's see who else was in this. Uh, Kate Winslet. Yes. Yep. She was another doctor. Marianne Cotillard is in this too, right? Or no? Is she? No, I thought it was... It was no, it wasn't Vera Farmiga. Or was it uh, Monica it was Bellucci? Different. Who else was in this? I'm trying to rack my brain here. Because it moves through different, like, oh, yeah. government and CDC and... Your boy John Hawks is in this. Oh, uh, what's his name? The, the Jude Law is in it. Jude Law. Um, Your boy uh, John Hawks is in this. John Hawks, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, Marianne Cotillard, yeah. She is one of the doctors. Okay, then she is the one that uh, is uh, that tested out on herself. Yeah. The vaccine. Is that oh. Jonas Salk that did that? Yes. Is he the one that tested the vaccine on himself? Yep. The polio vaccine? Yep. Jonas Salk, yep. Cranston's in this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he plays like a, a general or a colonel or some jazz like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's excellent. Yeah. I've only, I only saw it once. It wasn't my jam, but I respect that it is yours. And your number two. Incredible. All right. My number two is uh, Everest, which was the punt from okay. earlier. Okay, my four. Really love this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, from a blizzard that occurs, these two teams get caught up in this situation. Great cast. Uh, great pacing in the film. And usually... These mountain film or these mountain climbing films or whatever type of films, yeah. they don't always get me, man. I find them to be at times a bit strain, strain my credibility and strain my attention. Because most of them are eventually turned kind of ridiculous. Yes, yes. Um, and but this one, for whatever reason, really, really worked. And I've just I have this weird kind of fascination with Everest anyway. Like I'll never climb it, no fucking way. No. But like, I, I have two friends who have gone to summit camp, base camp, or base whatever, camp. at the summit. Um, well, it's not at the summit. The oh, is it base summit's camp? at the top. Oh, sorry, it's sub base camp, which is what, like thirteen thousand or something. I don't know. Um, it's pretty high up. Somewhere around there. I mean, there's 
Just there's, getting to base camp is big. Yeah, there's base camp, and then there's two other camps on the way up. Okay. That you nationally, because you have to, to acclimate to various uh, altitudes. Yes. And then eventually above that, you get into the, death, the dead zone where there's not enough oxygen to breathe. So you're actively dying every moment that you're up there. And you can only stay because eventually you get like pulmonary edema right. or epoxia or hypoxia rather or various things where just your body can't function. Yeah. You know, you'll either drown in blood in your own lungs or in, in some sort of water. Yeah. Or your brain will bleed or you just lack oxygen. Wow. Yeah. It's fucking, it's gnarly to go. I'm sure. That high. I, yeah. I got a buddy. It's come up other times. I mean, I, yeah. I'm fascinated by anything I'll never do. <laughs> so I've read numerous books. Yeah. You know, I was happy to see this movie because I like Into Thin Air, the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Krakauer book. Yeah. And then the, the movie that follows after that. I mm-hmm. uh, enjoyed those and the numerous climbing films and yeah. shit like that. It's fascinating. And it's only at four because it happens to, in this one, two climbing parties. It's not huge. Right. It doesn't take out thousands of people. Yeah, that's fair. That's so, fair. I think the quality of the film is what pushed it as high as it did for me yeah. and kept it on the list. Like it kept, as I was writing the, creating the list, it kept moving further and further up because in comparison with the other films and also uh, how good it is and it kept moving it up. So that's why it's my number two. Uh, all right. What's your number uh, one? One is the impossible. Okay. Go ahead. Because uh, we all saw the video. Of, you know, that's basically the internet had been around for a while, but this was the first time we had footage of a tsunami hitting and you see just the sheer destructive force of a wall of water. Yep. Before that, you know, you saw like deep impact. Yep. And it hits out to sea and then the water recedes in this massive wave. But to see the reality and then hear, read the accounts and the stories of the people that lived through it Mm -hmm. and... You know, I love that they made a movie about the white people's perspective. Of this, <laughs> you know, terrible thing that happened in Southeast Asia, in yeah, Indonesia, I believe. Yeah. That was the big thing. Right? Yeah, yeah, just uh, let's focus on the British. <laughs> Were they British or Australian? I want to say British. Yeah, British. Yeah. Uh, families. Naomi Watts and was it Ewan McGregor? Yeah, Ewan and, McGregor and a young Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, her walking through the water with just that huge gnarly. Oh, yeah. The whole time watching that and be like, the amount of bacteria and stuff that's swimming in and out of that wound. Yeah. Oh, my God. And these carcasses floating past. And, I mean, what do you do? One, one moment, yeah. you're fine. And then the next moment, hey, I'm miles inland. Yeah. And there's still yeah. a wave coming. And how many uh, people, creatures, uh, debris large chunks of buildings are rolling with this water yeah. at me, right? It's insane. It's, it's stuff like that that, that now and as, a, as an adult, it was hard for me to wrap my head around as a kid the difference between kinetic and potential energy mm-hmm. and how potential energy could be wrapped up in, say, these bongos that are sitting on top of the table. Yeah. Because the table is you know, the energy transfer, but all you got to do is push over a slight bit and you see it's stored potential energy yeah. come to life. And you'd hear that and you're like, yeah, but how does it have stored potential energy? I don't understand that. <laughs> and then you see a wave and you're like, here's the stored potential energy yeah. of this mass. And if you can move it, yeah. holy sweet Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and it's why when you read like when, when if you jump from like go, uh, cliff jumping or something from a high enough yeah. uh, you know, uh, plateau or something, Eventually, the water is like concrete. Yeah. 
She's like, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's part of the trade-off. And at that point, there's not enough of a ripple. So kind of, yeah. like, holy shit, this, the dynamic that this has is unlike what I'm used to experiencing on a day-to-day level. Yeah. Which is like, dear God, man, the ocean. I don't fuck, dude, I don't fuck with the ocean, man. Like, I don't, no. I respect the fuck out of the I ocean. like it from afar. Yeah, right. Fun to look at. Great, beautiful, take yeah, pictures. I'll go out on it. Sure. I'll do things on it. I have sure. zero problem with that, but... Being in the Navy, no chance. Yeah. No chance. You want to go live on a boat for six months? No. No, that sounds like hell. Yeah, my girlfriend won't agree to a cruise, man. I, I've done one ever. It was fine. Yeah. But I was like 16. Oh, yeah, okay. So before you like, you know, you yeah. have to be really be aware of what could yeah. happen. Yeah. My yeah. brother got to gamble because he was 18. Oh, okay. Uh, then that would have made me 15. I think he was just 18. So he got to gamble and I was 15. Okay. But it was fine. Got to do some stuff here and there. Yeah. She won't do it. I've never been on one. I've always wanted to go on one, but she's like, no. There's some people stuck out there. Instead of going to like a retirement community, just live on uh, like one of those vacation cruises. <laughs> they just live year round. What? Yeah, it costs X per year. And yeah. They're just a constant passenger. Wow. So you basically just like instead of renting or owning a home, yeah. and making a mortgage payment and all that stuff, I just do one lump sum and pay. I mean they. They're you know better off, but they're not like extravagantly rich. Right, right. It's just right. instead of paying for a nursing home every year, I pay to do this. I pay a little bit more, but I pay to do this. Wow. And I live, yeah, That's on my fucking cruise line. So you can just stay in your like. Do they have do they have uh, um, housekeepers or like that? In yeah. The, oh, really? Think about it. It's like a floating hotel. Yeah, I guess so they have housekeepers and all. Wow. Maybe you don't get the everyday service. Right. Maybe you only get it, you know, once twice a month or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. I, I don't know what the perks are thereafter. I'm sure you get passes to shows. Sure, sure. And sure. stuff like that and discounts on food and everything. Right. And uh, Yeah. Right. I read that and I was like, I mean, that sounds like fun for a month or two. Yeah. But I don't think I could do that. It becomes repetitive after a while. Yeah. Especially if you have nothing else to do but to hang around a fucking cruise ship all day. Yeah. And you can't like go anywhere else. No. You're pretty much stuck. I mean, you say to yourself, ship. like, oh, they've got a oh, grocery to to type of area. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah, you can go to port and... I can go shopping and yeah. all that and I can go to the casino. But it's like, yeah, but then that's it. Right. Right. I don't know. It just seems too limiting. The Japanese one was the scariest one for me. The footage of the tsunami, of what happened there. Oh, you know, of, that was the one that got me. Okay. I didn't see the Indonesian one that this is based on yeah. until afterwards. But seeing the Japanese one, I was just like, holy God. Yeah, just going through ter- like towns and yeah. boats are coming flying it, through. It was the methodical nature of it. Mm-hmm. It was an indestructible for- or force that just kept going and didn't have to make big announcement about itself. It just kept going, and there's well, nothing you can do about it. And the best part is, okay, now when you're visualizing that, now just imagine it frozen, and that's a glacier. Yeah, right. Good And that's points. how glaciers carve out. They have mm-hmm. all this mass sitting on it, and it's just slowly moving in one direction. Yep. Just, yeah, like, yeah what the, the fuck is a rock going to do <laughs> in the face of, I don't know how many tons this yeah, is. Yeah, How many millions of tons. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. crazy. You see something like that, and you're like, uh, what do you do? Yeah. What do you, I mean, fuck. It's a fair point, man. Um, all right. Well, then I, I really hate to say my number one. <laughs> what is your number one? Dude, is it a punt from earlier? No, it's not. No, it's not. What, what do you have? Let me, hold on. Let me go down my side list. Because <laughs> you said you didn't have that one. I thought you might have that one. That one seems man-made to me. That one's definitely man-made. Mm-hmm. You had that one. I don't know. Okay. It was a great film that came out two or three years ago. 
with a bunch of comics called This is the End. And it's a natural disaster that occurs in the movie because the earth opens up, starts swallowing everybody. And I love this movie. I think it's funny as hell. I've seen it multiple times. Oh, my God. You guys should see Matt Nost's face right now. I mean, you're, you're looking at me with skepticism over contagion. And this turns into basically... This fits the definition. Yeah, but this is, in essence, hell opening up yeah. and swallowing the earth. Well, no, not hell. The earth opens up. And then eventually, that is very much stuff goes down. A rep- yes, stuff goes down. <laughs> this is the bowels of hell opening up and swallowing Hollywood. How is this natural? It's natural because... I want to look it up. Do they even call it? like? Yes. It's you, a natural disaster. I'm going to look it up. And then what, what happens? The uh, What do they call that when they bring up everybody? The what do they call it? The R thing, the re, whatever it is, where God brings people up to heaven. The rapture. The rapture. That's it. Then the rapture occurs later on. But it's all about like the earth opening up. The shit goes down. Fires. The whole fucking world is crazy. And these people have to figure out how to get along in this situation, how to function in the situation. It's full of incredibly funny moments. Uh, and then it's really about Seth Rogen and Jay Baruchel characters repairing their friendship. And all these characters essentially are playing themselves. So it's really, really funny. Maybe I should have put lower on the list. Maybe Everest should be one. But I thought it'd be funny to put it at number one because I like this movie so much. And I watch it over and over and over again. And uh, it's incredible. But it's certainly a natural disaster. The earth opens up. What more do you need? All right. So it calls it American disaster comedy film. There you go. Yeah, but natural is excluded. But I'm not counting that yet. Oh, my God. Uh, I love how you're trying to discount this. This cracks me up. I just... It's my list. I want to see how they phrase it specifically. Okay. How the earth comes to shit. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Yeah. So it's the apocalypse predicated on, on the book of Revelation. There you go. That's natural. Uh, okay. It's the apocalypse. Okay. I mean, this is to me more outside forces acting on us as opposed to th- the earth itself or okay. the universe as we understand it. Yeah. Not to say that this doesn't factor into that, but these would be forces like, uh, I don't know, some otherworldly forces coming in. Mm hmm. Um, and the closest we had to that is an asteroid hitting. Right. Um, okay. I, uh, it is hell opening up. So now suddenly Satan's a part of this. Well, it says American disaster. Yeah, but Where it also Satan? says... Satan doesn't show up. That's, that, look, Jay, his character's belief is that this is the book of Revelations happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're saying it's a biblical disaster, not a natural disaster. Yes. Okay. Not to say that they're mutually nature, exclusive. Yeah, nature is not a part of the Bible. Nature is not, Mother Nature is not a part of God. God didn't create. Well, if God created the earth, then, then anything that happens on the earth is by its definition a natural disaster. True, true. And then you're also assuming that that's exactly how it's going to go down. Like, so then <laughs> Noah, Noah counts. Noah, I was on the fence about Noah. If the I was movie really close. It was so boring. Uh, I disagree, but I, I respect your opinion. Saw too. in the theater, and I was like, I really wanted this to be good. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Aronofsky. Yeah. 
I was hoping for the moon. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately for me, I didn't get it. All right. Well, look. Yeah, uh, no, I, I understand what you're saying. I, yeah. I guess just for me, I didn't this? think of it like that. How about this? This is what we're going to do. I'll kick it off. I'll put Everest at one, which is uh, logically my number one anyway. Uh, and Lonely or the Brave, I will put Under the Wave. So I'll put that at five because I should have included that. I love that movie. Uh, that way, Geostorm still stays on. Okay, so Seth and Jay do lose. encounter Satan. Okay. There you go. Towards the end. I forgot you won, about Matt that. Nost. That's enough. Let's move on. Well, it's not that. I just, I, I don't want people to think <sighs> that I don't, like, I'm, I'm nullifying their belief in God and saying that's not natural. No, people don't think that. They should not think that. Someone probably will. Don't think that, people. Yeah, I hope that you don't. Please know I, that I don't believe that because... I put it at the top because I thought it was funny. That's all. And I think it's a natural disaster film in my mind because the earth opens up swollen, people people die. If it wins and it's a very funny more film. serious, then I would probably take it seriously. I don't want it to go serious. That's why I liked about okay. it. It's a comedy. We can have a, a natural disaster film totally. that's a comedy. Totally. Yeah. But when it's, I don't know, the apocalypse, and then we're talking about that. I, I, I mean, half of these films are ridiculous, com- uh, essentially comedies when you're watching them. 2012. Yeah. Bunch of funny moments in 2012. On yeah. purpose. But it's at my number 10. Yeah. Well, whose fault is that? Well, the movie is for aspiring <laughs> to be greater. <laughs> All right. So I've adjusted. Everest is now my number one. The Impossible 2. Armageddon 3. The Wave 4. Lonely of the Brave, five, six, Twister, seven, 2012, eight, San Andreas, the day after tomorrow, nine, and Geostorm at 10. So let's do this thing, Matt. Well, you want to write again, and I'll bang against yeah, yeah. I got him right next sounds to Sounds good, sounds good. All right. So since I've ever stood one, where do you have it at? That's one, four. Where do you have impossible? Two. So one, two, we okay. one, four. Okay, possible. Okay. And then, uh, so then Everest at two? Where do you have only the Brave? Uh, only the Brave, five. Yeah, Everest is two. Okay. Okay, and what do we got next? Uh, (laughs) Probably only the Brave. Uh, That's your number three. That's my number five. Okay. It's Mm. only the Brave or Lonely or the Brave? Only the Brave. Okay, all right, done. Then I would probably say the the Wave after that. Yeah, the Wave after that. We both have it at five. Yes, we do. Well, now it's my number four, so I'd have to put it up. Well, I don't have my number two. What's your number two? Contagion. Okay, we'll put your Contagion here. And then uh, I don't have my number three, which is, oh, yeah, Armageddon. Wow. Come on now. So what does that make it, six? Six. It seems, it seems about four too high. Yeah, well, that's why it's our list and not yours. All right, what's your number? What's the next one? What's your next highest? Uh, Everything possible, Armageddon, the wave only. Oh, we Twister. have Twister and, and uh, 2012 together. Yeah, I have Twister at six. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. 2012 We have seven. it together. I can't fight you. Yeah, where do you have it at? Nine. Okay. And 2012 is my seven, so that would be there too with you being Yeah, 12. that's All my right. 10. All right. So then we're, we have two more left. What do you have left? Uh, my number six. Which is? Uh, sunshine. Okay. And? Uh, what do what, you have left? I don't have anything till San Andreas at eight. Okay, so then Children of Men. Okay, we'll close at out. That's All at right. seven. All right. You seem unhappy with this list. No, no, no. Uh, just thinking about the potential backlash that I'm getting ready to do. Why? Hypothetically. Oh, no. Come on. All right, we ready? The, Let's do it. The top 10 natural disaster films. Yeah. Uh, number 10. Children of Men. Coming in at number nine. Sunshine. In the Ocho. 2012. 
Number seven, Twister. In the sixth spot. I don't want to miss the thing. Armageddon. Uh, number five. Contagion. Coming in at number four. The Wave. And our third movie. Only the Brave. In the two spot. Everest. And finally, our number one natural disaster movie is... The Impossible. Or as the French might say, Le Impossible. I think. Le Impossible? Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, that's our top ten natural disaster films list. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening to our first episode on the new feed. First official top ten episode on the new feed. And thanks to all of you who, if it, who have commented and enjoyed our Relist episode from a couple days ago. Hope you enjoyed that nice little surprise gift from us. This has been a fun list to count down. And here we go again, Matt. Into our, onto our new feed again. That's right. Hustling it, doing ourselves, man. Um, doing it ourselves. If we do the White Snake video, I think I can pull off Tawny Katane a little bit better. <laughs> and it'll be on the top of that. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. I'm just, dude, I'm making love to that camera. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. I'll do squats for months to get my butt perky. I like it. I'm looking forward to that. I put the, I'll put the blonde wig on and do uh, the base David Coverdell oh, you've ever seen. Gorgeous. That guy. Um, to those of you out there that that uh, um, have offered to help us, great. And yep. if if you if you listening want to help us, you know what? It's something we haven't asked you to do for a very very long time. Go to iTunes. Yeah. Leave us a comment. Listen, this is important now even more so because we're back on the new feed. Those old comments will count, but they won't count as powerfully as newer comments. So yeah. if you've commented before, comment again, please. If, and if you've never that? Yeah. And if you okay. I think so, or hey, change your name if you need to. If you've never commented, comment, please. Because it pushes us up in the rankings on iTunes. That's their weird little formula. And people see our show more because of your comments. So give us some love uh, and, and push the show back up. So go and comment again. If you haven't commented before, comment now. Yeah, I want to be... And ratings. Like, uh, we jumped up way back when, uh, numerous points. We were in the top 50, the top 40, yeah. uh, four movie podcasts. Yeah. And we didn't have near... The, the fan base that, that you guys collectively are now. Yeah. So if you all start commenting and downloading and all that jazz, we could hit top 10. Yeah. And let's get the top 10 in the top 10 on iTunes. Come on now. If you want, honestly, that'll help us get us into all the cities you want to see. Yep. Uh, see us in or uh, all kinds of extra content. The bigger we get, the easier it is for us yeah. to, to, to pay individuals or farm out the work and allow us to open up more time to give you like the stupid little videos we did for the moving. Yeah. And just... Ideas that, that happen for us spark all the time is, are, you know, in our brains. But we, where do you have the time when yeah. you got to edit and you got to upload and you got to schedule the release of this yep. and you got to make sure you're doing this and then, you know, reach out to these people and touch, you know, base with the fan base in this city and yep. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you could, the, the least amount you could do for us right now, if you was like, you know what, I can help that much. If yep. You've never given us a comment or you have try to give us another one. Go out there give us five stars. Uh, even if you hate us, toss us a five-star. <laughs> Put a rating out there. We'd really appreciate it. Come on, assholes. <laughs> Get out there. Leave us a comment. That's all we're asking. One comment on iTunes. If there is an uh, Android equivalent of whatever app that is, yeah. please leave us a comment there. There's so many um, that I don't know because there's Podcast Addict and Pocket Cast and Stitcher and, and Spotify and Google Play and there's a lot, mm -hmm. but every little bit helps. So yeah. if you want to do that, we appreciate it thoroughly. Um, and if you cannot find us on your specific feed of choice, 
or our app of choice, just let us know, and we'll yeah. try and get it on that one too. Yeah, yeah, we'll do so, everything possible to yeah. get this thing out there. Reach quickly. out on Twitter; that's the easiest, quickest way. Hey, yep. right, if you don't have Twitter, uh, email us at top ten podcast at Gmail with that, mm-hmm. and then the three cities that we want to come to into Houston slash San Antonio, mm-hmm. Toronto, New York City. Email us at the top ten live with the number ten yeah. at Gmail of the top ten live or. Join one of the Facebook groups, and we'll start getting the headcount and start banding about dates. Yeah, yeah, make definitely. this happen. We're open to all of it, we're trying to make it happen. Now we're on our own, but we don't feel like we're on our own because we have all of you behind us, helping Correct. us, lifting us up, and offering to get us further ahead. Listen, we would not still be doing the show without you. That's for goddamn sure. And we can't thank you enough for the help you've given us so far, and for the support you've given us. So let's go in walking into this new phase all together to make this happen and build this even make this even bigger than where it was uh, before. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for what's coming and we have a lot of plans, a lot of things go forward and uh, we're going to put them all in motion. I guarantee you that both Matt and I are driven to make this thing really an incredible show for everyone and build and build a strong fan base of more and more people. Uh, and if you okay, and if you want to donate to the Top Ten Show, please, or be a patron of the Top Ten Show, rather, should I say that correctly? Go to www.patreon.com/slash the Top Ten, the number ten. There, you can see the multiple tiers we have. We'll start adding new things to those tiers, new benefits for you all. That's something we're definitely talking about. So that's going to be in motion. So come, give us some love, support us. Uh, come out and see us live, as Matt said at Reggie'sLive.com. Go get those tickets. April 11th, we'll be there. We're bringing the new shirt or bringing the uh, the top ten exclusive shirts, live exclusive shirts that we have there, um, and anything else, Matt, um, that are missing. No, uh, just know that uh, Patreon people, we are working on a second little thing. Yes. Um, to, uh, hopefully, we have uh, some more content coming for you for you in the very near future. Um, we're working hard towards. You guys have been so supportive of us, and now that we're going solo, we have more freedom to do and try yep. and. And people are willing to help. And if you, if you want to help, email us at top10podcast at gmail. I'll spell it out. Uh, and just like, hey, you know what I'm good at is this. Maybe, maybe we need that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, every little bit helps. And we thank you all uh, for all of your help. You guys have been so supportive. And it's nice to be back out on our own mm-hmm. again, going to all these amazing places, doing all these fun things. And we have a lot of ideas yep. uh, coming, uh, moving forward. So Yeah, and one of those ideas is getting possibly some new kind of logo designs for the Top 10 show. I know we've had, over the Top 10 rather, I know we've had people kind of submit some stuff. But here's the deal. We want some really high quality concept uh, stuff for the Top 10. We want to take this to the next level. To do that, we got to look like next level. So if you want to submit your designs to us, if we like it, we will pay you. That's how this works. We're at that position where we can do that. So if you want to, you know, if you're a really good graphic designer or artist and you can create a fantastic logo for us and you're willing to do the work with the, with the understanding that if we don't like it, we're not going to take it. But if we do like it, we'll pay you some kind of fee. Then please submit that stuff at top10podcast at gmail.com. Let us take a look at it. We'll get back to you. And also, um, we should steer clear of specifically saying logo. Because we want like T-shirt design ideas. Yeah, sure, T-shirt design ideas. Like all kinds of different stuff. Go ahead and do logos, but we don't specifically only want like... So basically, we hired a graphic designer the last time, and they uh, gave us like 12 different options. And we ended up settling on a bunch of those. And we still like those, and we're going to use those for things going forward in the future. But we'd like to find another graphic designer and have new ideas. And we happily paid for the last one because if you do the work... We want to support other artists, and we're, you know, that's the reason you guys have, have been patrons so far is, 
you know, you asked us to come to cities, yep. boom, you, you helped us on Patreon, we're now going to cities. Mm-hmm. And we got t-shirts and we can uh, kind of uh, spread the, the love. So if you're a graphic designer or you're an aspiring one or whatnot, mm-hmm. you want to submit design ideas, we'd love it. Take ideas from the show. Um, you know, uh, whatever your favorite moments are or yeah. idea. If, if you like a graphic design and, and you're like, you know what? I always loved this Rosie, the Riveter. And suddenly you have John as Rosie, the Riveter. To help <laughs> sell. I don't know. What if it looks good on a T-shirt? Yeah, sure. Maybe we'll put it on a T-shirt. Why not? Steal pop culture ideas and throw us on. Like do whatever you want. Get mm-hmm. creative out there. Uh, we're taking all comers. But yeah, we'd like to have different T-shirt options because... Uh, you guys deserve it. And we're yep. working on all kinds of different ideas, but we use some of those things for promotion on Facebook and on Twitter and on Patreon. And just, I don't know, we want to get more creative and you're our best resource that, that we can tap and use. Yep. So please reach out. Let us know at top10podcast at Gmail. There you go. All right. Thanks everybody for listening to this episode. We will talk to you next time on the Top 10 Show. Have a great week. Follow John at The Roca Says and me at Matt Nost. Boom. Boom.